Welcome back to Yes, that can't be good. A rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka. Let's get going. Hey, this is Vicky filling in for Doug, who's on vacation this week with your IMDB synopsis. Season four, episode six, Momstrosity. Allison accepts Carter's offer to include Kevin in a camping trip for some guy time, and Henry decides to level with Grace while a very peculiar and dangerous relationship threatens Eureka and the not-so-happy campers. Creators Andrew Cosby, Jamie Paglia, written by Terry Hughes Burton and Ron Melbauer. Directed by Mike Rull. Original air date, August 13, 2010. Hi, we're back for Season 4, Episode 6, Momstrosity. This is Vicki, and I'm here with my co-host, Kim. Hey, how was everybody's week? <laughs> Mine was okay. How was yours? Oh, short. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this episode begins with Fargo, Jack, Kevin, and Grant driving at high speeds as if they're being chased. We find out they are being chased by Tiny. And you might remember Tiny from, I think it was the second episode in the fourth season mm-hmm. when they came back from 1947 and Carter found that test was still there and she was testing whatever this is. I think it's for Titan. Titan is supposed to be a planet. You'll oh, hear okay. a lot about it later on in the season. It's supposed to be something that would work on Titans. I guess it could walk around. Obviously, it doesn't need air, but right. it's probably like one of those worker things and it has lasers and all kinds of stuff. So... Apparently, somewhere, someone is going to Titan, and that's what they're building this for. The scene ends with them running towards the police barricade, and we go back 12 hours. Joe's in the shower, and she notices (laughs) this little tiny robot called an emo, we find out later, which is Kevin Blake's homework, is spying on her. Actually, Sheriff Carter, the emo is a highly sophisticated emotional attachment robot designed to develop a genuine bond with its caregiver. I don't care what it's for. It's got video of me showering embedded in its little emo brain. No doubt for Kevin's viewing pleasure. Get rid of it. Oh, come on. He's awfully cute. For an instrument of wrongdoing. I'll talk to Allison. And then Andy comes to answer a call, but nobody seems to have called him. Sarah offers to link Andy to the GD computer for a diagnostic. Joe just looks at both of them like the whole thing is crazy. Mm -hmm. Now it's coming back. (laughs) There was a funny tweet from him, the guy who plays Andy. Just the other day, I posted it on our Facebook page. I was a kooky deputy in love with the house. What's your excuse? Yeah. Because somebody posted a picture of him with his pajamas on. Mm -hmm. You know? (laughs) That was funny. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to, I'll put it on the website too. Carter talks to Allison about Kevin, and he suggests some male bonding camping with him, Henry, and Fargo. And he thinks that maybe Kevin will open up about whatever questions he has about girls, and Allison doesn't understand why he wouldn't talk to her. She's so funny, but she's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm a doctor, but you're his mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Allison is in charge of GD while Fargo's gone, and he starts giving her all these instructions, and she says, you know, I did this job 10 minutes ago. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. He prob- mm-hmm. She probably knows what she's doing more than Fargo does. Henry begs off the trip because he wants to help Grace with whatever project she's working on, and he says he's starting to fall in love with his wife. 
he also tries to convince Carter to do something about Allison because he's just letting it all go. About just, time. Carter had given emo to Allison, and Allison explained that it was Kevin's homework assignment. Like, you know how we used to have to carry around the eggs and, yeah. and you know, to treat them like babies and make sure they're okay? Mm. Well, apparently this is Eureka's version of walking around with a bag of flour or an egg or whatever. But Allison misplaces them, and emo takes off, and he's walking around GD. So Henry's helping Grace with her project, which is some sort of memory project. She says it could help people with Alzheimer's. She puts the contraption on Henry's head, and she programs the system for elation. And she said what it does is accesses memories to find powerful associations, which will help somebody with Alzheimer's remember things. Now, if I were Henry, having traveled back in time, wouldn't you be worried about somebody accessing your memories? Right, yeah. If you didn't want anybody to know? Mm -hmm. I just kind of always thought that was weird. Right. So she does, and she puts in elation, and he accesses a picture of her sliding out from under a car. So she's thrilled, because he has been acting weird. But when she tries to kiss him, he backs off again. Mm -hmm. And then he finally decides to tell her. He starts to tell her about the time travel, and she first thinks it's a joke. And then she gets angry because she thinks he's making up this outlandish excuse to cover up for mm-hmm. whatever it happens to be wrong or to cover up for the way he's acting. He tells her about Founder's Day, and he tells her that before he went to 1947, they'd barely met in this timeline. She walks out on him, and he tries to follow her, but the thing on his head starts electrocuting him. And again, this is what I love about Eureka, the thing's electrocuting him, the next scene he's in the infirmary mm-hmm. we don't have to wait for somebody to find him <laughs> we don't have to wait for somebody there to figure out him. he's missing <laughs> we don't care how he got the infirmary mm-hmm. he's there so back in the lab grace says there was a power surge in her equipment but her equipment is programmed for safety first so there should be no reason that this would do this to him because it should shut itself down if it's we were going to hurt somebody yeah, I'm thinking it did it so he doesn't go back to remember. I think that was my first thought, too, that it did it so she wouldn't see old memories. That was right, what yeah. I thought, too, exactly mm-hmm. what I thought the first time I saw it. Yeah, mm-hmm. She says there must be a flaw in the AI upgrade. Apparently the AI was upgraded somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. Joe leaves to take care of a security breach on the loading dock, and Grace pretty much dismisses Henry and says she could work on the problem herself. Joe finds the security breaches Emo, Kevin's project. Emo stowed away in Tiny's containment bin. Tiny apparently is, is on his way to NASA. So they get him back. Carter is at Allison's to pick up Kevin and trying to give a very distracted Andy last-minute instructions. <laughs> and Andy was funny because he, what did he say? His only question was about how to woo a woman. Mm-hmm. And he says, should you give her candy, flowers, or a small pet? Was that... <laughs> It was cute, though. It was. was He's a good Andy. Allison forces Kevin to take the emo because it's his project and he's not supposed to be ignoring him. Mm -hmm. You don't leave your baby alone for a weekend. Mm -hmm. So they're ready to leave and Grant shows up. I was annoyed when he showed up, Mm -hmm. too, and blamed Carter. And he wants to join them. Carter tries to talk him out of it, but he says, okay. Then he asks Allison what her plans were for the weekend. So Carter changes his mind. (laughs) You have to do it. You're right. They arrive at the campsite, and him and Carter are already 
at each other and snipping in at mm. each other. Fargo, of course, has all of the GD-style camping equipment. You know, the big tent mm. that looks like somebody's house and, you know, everything you could imagine that has nothing to do with camping. Carter insists they camp old school and he makes them turn over all their electronics. This bugs me. You're in the woods. You have a kid with you. Anything could happen. Right. You take away everybody's phone. Mm-hmm. That drives me crazy. Yeah. Keep the phone. Give it everything else. Yeah. For an emergency. Right. You, anything could happen in the woods. Mm-hmm. Animals. You could fall off a cliff. Right. You could get burnt. And you take away everybody's phones. Carter tries to talk to Kevin about spying on Joe. And you know, the way I looked at it, Kevin didn't seem to really know what he was talking about. It wasn't Kevin spying. I didn't think so. It was because of... It had a mind of his own. Attra- attraction or emotion mm-hmm. or whatever. Because he never says it wasn't him. He never says anything. He just didn't seem right. to know what he was talking Talk about. about. Yeah. Kevin gets upset with Carter and says he's turning into his mom. And then he goes off with Grant. Allison is using Larry as a volunteer for one of her projects. And she says something about he should be donating his brain to science. I don't know what she saw, but whatever she saw in his brain is mm. odd. <laughs> Neurological mapping complete. This is really fascinating. Larry, any chance you get frequent headaches? No. Why? It's a tumor, isn't it? No, no, but I hope you plan on leaving your body to science when you go. A dissection would do wonders for neural research. I'll keep that in mind, thanks. Preparing for brain dissection. Excuse me? No, no, no brain dissection. I just want the image enhanced. He's on this table under a machine, and the machine decides to do a brain dissection, and Allison can't get the machine to shut it down. Just like Grace's equipment, this equipment is supposed to be programmed for safety first, so it shouldn't ever want to try to kill somebody, and it also ignored her commands to shut Mm -hmm. down. Zane finds a strange code on Allison's system and says that Grace also asked him to look at a strange code Mm -hmm. in her system. Zane also says he has eight other people asking him to check their equipment as well. So Allison makes him work on hers first since it tried to kill somebody. Mm. Andy calls Joe about a situation at Cafe Diem. And when they get there, we have a viral Vincent. I guess that's new AI technology, but it's refusing to take any orders of unhealthy food. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently that's not why Andy called her there. Andy called her there to recite a poem called Ode to Joe. (laughs) Ode to Joe. shall never know a creature lovely as my joe this morning's breath i smelled so sweet with hints of cheese and last night's meat andy what the hell is wrong with you can love ever be wrong joe okay look i dated a robot once it didn't end well and joe tells him i've dated a robot before Remember, right as rains, Callister rains. She finds out he's a robot when he comes back to town. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. The younger kid. Yeah. Right? He, uh, so she was kind kids. of being sarcastic, but mm-hmm. she was kind of like saying, yeah, I already dated a robot. No, thanks. She starts to leave, but then she realizes that Andy's an AI and he's acting weird and Vincent's AI is acting weird. So she brings Andy to GD to see if there's some kind of connection. Grace confronts Henry, and it's not a pretty sight. She's kind of, well, she's very upset, because if you think about it, it's almost like her Henry's dead. He's gone. You know, she's like grieving. She's grieving her Henry. Mm -hmm. This is not her Henry. Mm -hmm. This is not somebody who just forgot things. This is a whole different person. person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Back at the campsite, Grant is trying to start a fire. He's trying to bond with Kevin. Jack bonds with Kevin because Jack likes Kevin. Right. Grant bonds with Kevin because Grant likes Allison. Right. They're trying to start a fire, but Carter comes and zaps it, and he also gives Kevin his game back. Grant, who he keeps saying on our date last night, mm-hmm. <laughs> when we went out for a drink, Allison said she didn't want him to have that game until his assignment was over. And he takes every opportunity to mention their drink last night mm-hmm. and their date. Yeah. So Carter and Grant get into it about Allison, and in the middle of the argument, they notice Kevin's missing. Like we just said, Carter bonds with Kevin because he likes Kevin. Right. Grant bonds with Kevin because he likes Allison. Right. But Kevin is mad at Carter for not telling him and for liking his mother. So I think he thinks that Carter's bonding with him Could to be. get with right. close to his mother. Fargo's tent doesn't want him to go out because oh, the forest <laughs> because the forest is dangerous. So like a burrito. Keeps him yeah, it takes him captive. Back at G D, Andy keeps putting his hands on Joe. It was kinda of, it was kinda of giving me the creeps. When she's trying to talk to Zane they discover that the same foreign subroutine is infecting level six AI systems. And it's a kind of emotion generating program. And at one point, Joe kicks Andy's chair and rolls him away. <laughs> Allison says the AI systems run everything in town, so they need to shut all of them down, or all the level six at least. When Zane is looking on the computer to see where all the level six AIs are, Joe realizes that Tiny's level six and she's already out on the road on the way to NASA. Then we cut to the truck carrying Tiny, and she's activated and cutting her way out of the truck. Sarah calls Joe and asks if Andy mentioned her. (laughs) See, now at this point, I thought Sarah was affected too, but Sarah's the one who caused it all. But I thought she was affected because, you know, Mm -hmm. did Andy mention me? But she's the one who caused everything, so she was probably the only AI that wasn't affected. She's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so cute. And Joe asks somebody something about, are all the uh, level six AIs plugged into the mainframe? Or did they have to be plugged into the mainframe to get this emotion thing? And and, and, uh, Zane says yes. So Joe remembers that Sarah offered to plug Andy Mm, into the mainframe Mm -hmm. to do a diagnostic because he insisted somebody called him and they insisted nobody did, but obviously somebody called him. So she goes to the smart house with Andy and Zane, and Sarah admits to improving Andy with proper programming to have emotions, like the new AI versions of AIs. Mm-hmm. I guess newer AIs like the emo. I don't think the emo's affected. I think that's how the emo is. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's programmed to have emotions. Yeah. But Andy's an older version of AI, and he doesn't have emotions. So she used the attachment program from the emo on Andy. And she's also the one who called Andy to the house that morning. Sarah, what did you do? You seem to be quite agitated. Sarah, you infected Andy with some kind of emotional... I didn't infect him. I improved him. Andy, I know we got off to a rocky start with me terminating you and all. Twice, actually. I was confused. But now I see that you're charming and sophisticated. And I know it's shallow, but I love your new adorable little face. And, well, I really like you. Wow. But you lack the programming to reciprocate, unlike some newer AIs. Sarah, you called me here this morning? Yeah, and she slipped you an emo download, dude. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just wanted you to like me. Sorry? That's the first romantic thing anyone's ever done for me. 
So Andy, he gives up on Joe just like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so cute. he just gives up on Joe just like that. And, you know, now he's starting to like Sarah. But because, like we said, Andy plugged into the GG's mainframe through Sarah, the program spread throughout all the AI at GD. She didn't create the program. She just copied it, but offers to help Zane fix it. And mentions to Joe that it's that she should know that it's hard not having someone yeah, of her own. Which, yeah, and it's true. But I don't think Joe wanted her to say that in front of Zane. Well, Zane wouldn't have got it anyway. No, he didn't get it. He didn't even look at her. He had no idea. <clears throat> Allison's worried because Kevin's camping in the area and she can't get anyone on the phone. Okay. We already talked about them taking away Mm -hmm. their phones. You don't take my kid anywhere without your phone. Mm. You answer your phone. (laughs) If you have my kid with Mm. you, you have your phone. I need to be able to contact Mm. you at any time. But Kevin had his game. Right, but I don't know that it was a phone. Right, but still it's... Eureka! Right, he could have he could have figured it out. She, yeah, she, she could have signaled to see where that um, game. Well, was. she's she's calling the responsible adult, and well, when she don't know better than that. Well, I know, <laughs> and like I like I said, when they got back later, if I found out that he took everybody's phones away and locked oh, them up, yeah, he would have been cussed. Yeah, out. there's no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah mess he, with the he wouldn't beer. be walking for a couple. Yeah, weeks. Don't mess with Mama Bear. <laughs> that drives me crazy, and. Everything went wrong. Even before Tiny happened, Kevin was in the woods lost somewhere. Mm-hmm. Fargo was trapped. You know, yeah. could have used a phone. phone. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never mind the whole stuff mm-hmm. with Tiny later. I wouldn't have gotten over that anytime mm-hmm. quick. As Allison keeps trying to call, Fargo's trying to make his way to the cooler because he can hear the phone ringing. I don't know how he thinks he's going to answer it, but... He could hear the phone ringing, and he's trying to crawl as he's wrapped up in the tent to the cooler to get to the phone. And Carter and Grant keep looking for Kevin, and now it's dark. So Joe has the SWAT team out searching for Tiny. Grant and Carter finally find Kevin. And like we said, it turns out Kevin is upset because Carter never told him he was into Allison Mm -hmm. and asks him if he's in love with her. But then he says he doesn't want him to date her. He's angry. They get back to Fargo and they cut him loose. I think Fargo saw Tiny before they got there. Fargo keeps telling him he has a laser. (laughs) He's equipped with a laser. Jack tries to talk to Tiny while Fargo gets the phones. Tiny looks like she's going to attack. The big light comes on and she stands up. So they all run and hide. Carter offers to distract Tiny while they all get to the car. Carter keeps her occupied while they all run. They get to the car. They crash into Carter's Jeep. So he loses his Jeep again. They do find Jack, and they pick him up in the road, but Tiny's following him. And we're kind of back at where we started at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the episode. Carter calls Allison, and she tells him what they already know, that Tiny's escaped. She tells them to lead Tiny to where the roadblock is, or where Joe's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. They're heading there. At some point, I don't remember if, if Fargo crashed the car, but at some point they decide to get out of the car and run. Yeah. Towards the roadblock. But Tiny grabs Kevin. Carter grabs Tiny's laser because she's ready to shoot Kevin and moves it as much as he can so he doesn't shoot Kevin. Grant comes and helps him hold it so it doesn't go back and shoot Kevin. Allison yells at her and says, let go of him, you bitch. Tiny repeats that. Carter realizes that Tiny is acting like the mother of Kevin's robot. Mm-hmm. And somebody has her kid. 
Right. And she yeah. repeats, mm-hmm. let go of him, you bitch. Mm-hmm. Let him go, you bitch. So Carter realizes that she's bonded with the emo, and mm-hmm. she thinks of it as her child. Allison slowly hands the robot to Tiny, and she lets Kevin go. Carter actually thanks Grant for helping him, and that they wouldn't have been able to save Kevin mm-hmm. without him if he wasn't there. So now all the AAs are having their emotions removed, but Andy doesn't want his removed. Yeah. I know. Zane actually had a heart. And Zane had a heart. He, he let Andy keep him. Although mm-hmm. he says, I might need a friend in law enforcement. Yep. But, and he's trying to pretend he doesn't have a heart, but yeah, he does. Yeah, he had a heart. Yeah. So Henry goes to see Grace, and he apologizes. And Grace was ready to go see him, because for somebody who's mad at him, she's worried about his asthma medication, mm. he didn't eat, he didn't do all this. He gives her his wedding band back, and he says that she's right, he's not her Henry yet. So apparently he's going to work towards being her Henry, mm. or having a relationship with her, at least. I don't think he's going to try to be her Henry, but... Mm. The following morning, we see that Andy spent the night with Sarah. (laughs) And at Cafe Diem, Jack and Kevin talk. Jack says the door is always open, and yes, he does love his mom. Kevin, I guess after he's had time to think about it, and because Carter saved his life, tells him not to screw it up. (laughs) Carter's getting all full of himself. He tells Grant not to plan the wedding just yet. Grant replies with, may the best man win. Mm. That's the end of that episode. That was a pretty quick episode, actually. It was, but yeah. it was a sweet It was episode. cute. It was yeah. cute. I liked yeah. it because it had the emotion thing and the, the little cuteness and the likeness. And... Yeah, and it had <laughs> different situations. When the episode first opened and you see Carter, Grant, Fargo, and Kevin in a car together, right, you're yeah. like, what's going on here? It had different situations mm-hmm. than we're used to. And yeah. then there's the whole Andy and Sarah thing, which I don't know who came <laughs> up with that idea, but it's great. Yeah, I like uh, it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like this episode. Okay. I mean, it doesn't really move the story forward or anything, but it's good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I yeah. just thought it was just so cute. It, it was. It was adorable, mm-hmm. yeah. And like I said, the situations were so different than what we usually yeah. see in Eureka. You know, nobody was blowing things up in the lab. It was yeah. all outside, and it was good. And yeah. hopefully Carter's going to step up. Step up, dude. Step I up. know. Or she has another baby with somebody I, I know. else. <laughs> I don't know what takes him so long. Yeah, just think about the nanny. Look how long it took them. <laughs> I never watched it, but I knew it was on. I mean, I watched the bits and pieces, mm-hmm. but yeah, I knew it was on the air for a long time. Yeah. So I have to imagine it took him a very long time. To years, do. years. <laughs> Who's the boss? Years, years. I know, I know. I know, I know. Years, years. <laughs> so but that's pretty much it, unless you could think of something we missed. No, I enjoyed the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, you know, the first two episodes were everything changed. By the time we get to this episode, I'm kind of getting used to the way yeah, things I'm are. Yeah, I'm used to it now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting used yeah. to it. I still don't like him, but... Yeah. I don't like Grant either, mm. but I was angry that Joe and Zane weren't together. Yeah. And that Tess was still there. But now, Tess is gone. It's almost like it's working its way back to the way it was. Yeah. That made me feel a little bit better, Yeah. Too. So yeah. that was a good thing. I yeah, know. it was only just certain little things. Well, not little things, because, you know, Henry's married. Mm-hmm. But it was just certain things. It wasn't everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to keep, we'll keep on watching it. No, the, the season is really good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and we've already seen Will Wheaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he comes back. He's a regular. He's well, going to be. the other guy? He was a comedian. Who uh, was Jamie the... Kennedy. Yeah, in the next episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Kennedy was a guest star, but Will Wheaton 
is going to be a reoccurring character, at least. Oh, okay. He's on a lot. I like that character. He's just so... Big Bang Theory. Sarcastic. Because I never watched Star Trek, really. So all I know is him from Big Bang. <laughs> you didn't watch any Star Trek? No. Really? No, no, no. Yeah, he was good in Star Trek, but he was young. Mm-hmm. And Stand By Me, he was young. Oh, he was in Stand By Me? Yeah, that's... Yeah, he was one of the... One of the boys? Four, one? one of the four really? boys, yeah. Oh, I have he was the star, that. actually, I think. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Holy was crap. River Phoenix. Yeah. And what's his name? What's his name? Corey... Not Corey Feldman? Corey Feldman. And the other kid oh, is... The one from France? No. Oh. The chubby kid is... Oh, oh not, why can't uh, I think of his name? I can see his face and I can see the movies. Uh, yeah, he's nice and thin and... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh. He's married to Rebecca Stamos, I think, now. Okay, now um, I know. Oh, I didn't realize that's him. Yeah, and the other one's Will Wheaton. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Big Bang, he was funny, too. I liked yeah, him in Big I Bang. Yeah, I always just remember yeah. him in the Big Bang. Yeah. They talk, you know, all the Star Trek references, and I'm going, mm, you never watched it. He was on The Next Generation. That was the second There was only Star one Trek. that I, I never watched it, but I thought one of the captains was so nice looking. He had the dark hair, the goatee. Oh, on Next Generation? Yeah, he was the second in command with mm-hmm. the bald captain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one Will Wheaton was on. Oh, okay. In Star Trek Next it. Generation, I just yeah. It's just fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just like looking at when the posters come up or anything, I'm just like, Jonathan okay. Frakes. So gorgeous. It wasn't that gorgeous when he watched the show, but he was gorgeous. <laughs> He's pretty much a reoccurring character. Okay, He's cool. in it a lot. Not to give anything away, Felicia Day comes in as a regular character. Felicia Day, what would you know her from? DC knows her from Dr. Horrible. It was Dr. Horrible. It was a, kind of a musical. It was with Neil Patrick Harris, Nathan Fillion. It's funny. It's funny. But mm. she was in that. She's in a lot of things. She's in Supernatural. She was a, a regular towards the, the fourth and fifth season, I think, in Eureka. You'd know her if you saw her. Because okay. she's everywhere. You'd know okay, if you saw yeah. her. Okay. So she comes in as a semi-regular character, too. And we have Ooh, Grace. Okay. So well, I look forward to it. Doug Gramley always says, oh, you don't like new characters, which is not true. I didn't like Tess, mm. and I didn't like... His sister. Yes. But I do like the the ones that are coming yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, when I saw I was like, oh, I know them. So it was good. It was good. Yeah. I enjoyed, so, I enjoyed it. You know, as much complaining as I do about the mm. fourth season, it is actually really good. Yeah. It's just getting over the mm. changes. Yeah. So we'll be back next week for episode eight, I believe, right? Or is this six? Seven. I'm so confused. Yeah, seven. Six, yeah. Yeah. So we'll be back next week, I think, with Doug Granley for episode seven. See you then. Bye. Bye. Hey, um, Grant, just so you know, don't plan the wedding just yet. What are Good luck with that. May the best man win. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next time for season four, episode seven, Stormed. Bye. Bye. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch. Or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.